0: Hey guys, it's Coach Chris here from Rodsinger Fitness, ready to bring you another episode of Fitness That Fits. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but this year already feels like it is flying by. So looking at the calendar this morning, I'm like, oh man, we are already in the second week of February. I don't know if you know this, but February tends to have a bit of a reputation. All right, and I'm not talking about Valentine's Day. We're going we're gonna to leave that one for now. But for February, tends to be the sort of the make or break point for our new year's resolutions. January, you're pumped up, you're motivated. By February, especially mid February, usually we have either kind of found our groove, we're starting to establish those new habits, and we are on track to hit those goals, or we have already lost steam, moved on, let it die. So I wanted to jump in today and talk about some of the most common barriers to healthy habits, Um, because even the best laid plans, right, can still go astray. So if you are still pushing forward on a goal, whether it was a New Year's resolution, um, a brand new goal for the new month of February, or something you've been working on for a while, I want to hit on some of the most common barriers, some of the limiting beliefs that I hear most often as a coach, and more importantly, I'm going to help you overcome those. So, like I mentioned, a lot of these barriers are limiting beliefs, meaning they aren't things that are necessarily true, but they are these stories that we tell ourselves. They're these stories in our head that can feel very, very true and very, very overpowering, right? It's almost like standing in front of this massive brick wall and you can't even see over it. You kind of know your goals on the other side, but you just, It's right there, it's in your face, and you don't know how to get around it, how to deal with it, how to keep moving. All right, so today our goal is to help you start breaking through that brick wall and getting to the goal on the other side. All right, so I have, I think about six of the most common, yeah, I think six of the most common obstacles or limiting beliefs that tend to come up when we're working on healthy habits, whether it's to exercise more, whether you're trying to change your nutrition, um, whether you're even just trying to adopt a healthier mindset. These are some of the obstacles that come up. I'm going to read each one to you and then I can tell you exactly how to start punching down that wall. All right, guys, let's jump right in our first one, the most common one. You've probably heard me talk about this before, but that is the belief that I just don't have enough time. All right. You might have told yourself this at one point, even when we have changing circumstances, right? And we had more time at one point. Now we're doing something a little bit different and we have less time. It's not arguable, right? Our schedule has literally changed. There's less time. You might feel that you no longer have the time for your healthy habits. And the first thing I need you to do, if this sounds familiar, is number one, make your healthy habit a priority. I want you to assign the same necessity to your exercise, to your nutrition, to whatever it is you're working on right now that you assign to, say, brushing your teeth in the morning or eating food, just food in general. You eat every day, right? It's necessary. It's what we need to do in the day. I want you to assign the same necessity to your healthy habits. Because when we do that, we stop saying that I don't have time and we start to make time, all right? Think about it. Even when you wake up late, you might rush through brushing your teeth. You might not do it as well, but just still do it before you walk out the door. Or eating food, right? Sometimes we're in that rush. We might even skip a meal, but eventually that stomach's going to rumble and we are going to find that food. We're going to find a way to eat fit it into our schedule because we need that fuel step number one assign that same necessity to your healthy habits so you start seeing it as a priority not a preference all right this will start to kind of open up that mindset second thing i want you to do is take that whole phrase out of your vocabulary you're not going to say i don't have time anymore instead when you start to feel pressured, when you start to feel rushed, when you start to feel like you want to say that you don't have time, simply ask yourself, how much time do I have? All right. A lot of times when we tell ourselves, I don't have time for a workout. I don't have time to cook a meal. I don't have time to go grocery shopping. What's really happening is we've built these activities up in our head so big that they couldn't possibly fit into our schedule. But what if instead of saying that we don't have time to do a workout i said all i have today is 15 minutes we might feel like that's not enough for a workout but if you dedicated 15 minutes a day to moving your body to adding a little bit of physical activity and you did that consistently you would get results all right i actually had this conversation with one of my friends recently we were both talking about yoga and just how much better we feel when we do it on a regular basis. And I was like, yeah, you know, I've really been feeling great now that I do yoga every morning. And her eyes got so big. She's like, how do you possibly have time for that? She's like, I know what you do in a day. I told her, well, you know, I, I wake up, I do my journaling. And then before breakfast, I just do about 10, 15 minutes of yoga. And it was like I blew her mind. She's like... Every time I go to do yoga, I think it's gonna take an hour. Like it's this big activity. And that's what I tell myself I don't have time for. It. She's like, but I have time for 10, 15 minutes and that really helps. Yeah, 10 minutes of yoga is a lot more than none at all. all right guys, so stop telling yourself that you don't have time at all. And just ask how much time do I have? No judgment, how much time is there? If it's only three minutes, awesome. What can I do in three minutes? All right. If you did three minutes of jump rope, if you spent three minutes making yourself a super smoothie and you did these things consistently every single day, you would see massive changes in your health and wellness. So we can establish healthy habits with the available time, but you got to stop telling yourself that you don't have any time at all. All right. That's how we start to break down that wall. Um, The next one that came up was the feeling, the belief that I'm just not motivated enough. All right. So first thing here, if you are listening to this right now, I want you to know that you are motivated. All right. You got here. You're listening to me talk about how to break down these barriers. There's got to be some part somewhere deep inside of you that wants to make these healthy habits happen. So first thing we gotta do is to dig into that. Think about what made this important in the first place. Why did you want to adopt this habit? How did you get here? For example, are you wanting to work out more so that you can do the things you love, like play with your kids in the yard or go hiking without feeling tired or out of breath, All right? We all have that deep why, something that got us motivated in the first place. And I need you to find it and connect with it. Think about that when you're lacking that motivation. Think about that when you're wanting to quit or not show up for your healthy habit that day. Remember why it was important in the first place. Second thing is we have to be honest about what's really holding us back from feeling that motivation. All right, we can sit on the couch and rest all day waiting for motivation to strike, waiting for it to break through the sky like lightning and just hit us and feel great. Feel like, oh yeah, now I'm in the zone. I'm going to crush it. But the truth is motivation doesn't fuel action. Action fuels motivation, right? So we're looking at it completely flip-flopped. I want you to turn it around when we start to take action that's what fuels the motivation and then we can take more action and it creates this snowball effect so yeah getting started can be tough but once we get started that's when we get to feel motivated that's when it really starts kicking in i used to joke back when i worked at starbucks that my couch was where my workouts would go to die all right i would wake up at 3 three thirty in the morning to get to work And then I come home exhausted from an early start and a long day but I knew if I went immediately to the couch to rest right I was gonna stay there if instead I took a little bit of action and just you know took my dogs on a little walk very low-key um hardly a tough workout but just got up got moving went for that walk oftentimes when I came back I would have that motivation to go ahead and do my workout. And if I didn't, that's okay, because I took action and I tried. But be honest about what's really holding you back. Are you afraid of failing? Are you not sure where to get started? Identify what that block is that's standing between you and your motivation and take action to start addressing it. Take action to move you forward. And that's what's really gonna start fueling that motivation like fire. Um, our next one on the list, common barriers to healthy habits, is the um, the barrier of not liking healthy foods, right? If you've ever told yourselves, I'd love to improve my nutrition, I'd love to eat better, but I just don't like the taste of healthy foods, then my first question to you is why? What is it you don't like about them? And I don't mean this in a judgmental like, oh, why don't you like healthy foods way? Just a very open, honest, what is it that you dislike about healthy foods? What experiences have you had in the past that you didn't enjoy? Because I'll be honest, this is a very big blanket statement to say, I don't like any healthy foods. To me, it's almost like saying, I don't like music right? It's hard to wrap your head around the idea of someone not liking music, not because it's so fantastic on its own, but because there's so much variety, all right? You may not like this music, but there's something over here that's the complete opposite that you might truly enjoy. And healthy food is the same way, right? There is infinite variety. So, if you really believe that you don't like any healthy foods, First thing I want you to do is actually write out a list of the specific foods or meals that you dis, that you perceive as healthy and dislike eating. And this might seem counterintuitive at first, but it's worth it because I want you to write down that list. And Honestly, if you wrote down every possible um, recipe or combination of healthy foods, you are never going to stop writing. It will be infinite. So at the point that you do finish your list and finish it in its entirety, be as picky as you feel the need to be, I want you to see that there are gaps, there are opportunities in that. And once you see that, we can kind of strip away this limiting beliefs of I don't like healthy foods and start to replace it with some more specific things, right? Start to shift that mindset. By all means, own the things that you don't enjoy, but Rather than saying, oh, I don't I don't like chicken at all, right? Say, well, I don't really like, you know, bland, dry, just baked chicken, right? Maybe I like chicken covered in pesto sauce. Um, but understand that there are different ways to prepare these meals. And there are so many different combinations and different ways to present it. A great example is I personally don't really like raw tomatoes. Um, If you put them on a sandwich or something, it just, it's not my thing. But if I were to tell myself, oh, I don't like tomatoes, I don't eat tomatoes, no tomatoes on anything, then I would have never realized how delicious salsa is. That's right. I won't eat a raw tomato on my sandwich, but I will eat all of the salsa, right? Um, Another great example is you might be telling yourself something like, I don't like salads. Well, what is it you don't like about salads? Because personally, I do not like a bowl of iceberg lettuce covered in ranch dressing. That's a waste of time in my book, personal opinion. But I do love when my husband makes steak and I throw the leftovers in, leftover steak in a bed of spinach, Throw some feta cheese on there and make a delicious steak salad. So understand what it is you don't like about specific healthy foods. And use that as feedback to find the opportunities and explore, but strip away that limiting belief of saying I don't like any of it and look for the gaps. Our next common barrier is very similar. We're gonna talk about some of the same stuff here, but this is the belief that I just don't like physical activity, all right? Maybe you're the complete opposite. You're like, I can eat all the broccoli, all the baked chicken for days, but I don't enjoy workouts. Like, I don't know how to get around that. They're not my thing. So first, same as before, I want you to get really specific about what it is you don't like. Usually we're thinking of one or two experiences, and we're kind of letting that stand for all physical activity, for all workouts in our mind. Is it that you don't like running? That's okay, you don't have to. Um, you You don't have to go spend time in a gym to stay active. There are so many different opportunities. So start by identifying what it is you don't like and own that, use that as feedback to start exploring what you might be more interested in. You can even make a list, what types of activities, just not even physical activities, what type of activities in general do you enjoy? And look for ways to maybe turn those in to opportunities for movement, right? I won't even say physical activity or exercise, just opportunities to move your body. This could be a dance class. This could be taking a long walk on the beach. Um, If you like being outside, maybe gardening. Maybe you're going to take up a new sport, archery or something. But whatever sparks your interest, find a way to add a little bit of movement to that and use that as your physical activity. All right, but don't let one bad experience or one perception define all of what it means to move, okay? Next one, I think we've got two more for you guys. Um, If you are feeling like you were held back right now from your healthy habits because you believe that you can't do this on your own. All right, again, this is one of the most common barriers. So first of all, know that you're not alone um, and know that you don't have to do it alone. There are so many ways to connect with others and to find others to share your journey with. And not only is this gonna help you overcome that barrier, but creating those connections is a great way to stay interested, stay motivated, and stay accountable in your fitness journey. And this can look a lot of different ways. I think that's one of the things that sometimes holds us back is we think, oh, you know, I have to have a workout buddy, specifically someone who's gonna go with me to the gym every day. And it doesn't have to be exactly like that. You might find someone who's going to show up, who's going to do the habit physically alongside with you. Or you might find someone that has done it in the past and you can connect with them by sharing your experience, sharing those wins, sharing those struggles with them and building yourself up that way. Um, A great example is actually our Ratzinger Fit Fan. It's an online community, we provide Home workout videos. So you log in, you do your workout on your own time in your own space, but we also connect you with a coach and a community. So you're not in it on your own. When you finish that workout, you can pop over to the Facebook page and be like, Hey, Fit Fam, like I just crushed this one. I'm feeling good, um, but I'm kind of scared about our Friday workout. Like, what's everybody else thinking? Take that opportunity to connect with others, to share your journey with others. And the more you do this, even as a way just to overcome this first obstacle, but you'll start to build that confidence that yeah, I am doing this, like I can do this, I can do this on my own as well. All right, so if you're held back right now by the belief that you can't do this on your own, if that's what's keeping you from taking actions on your healthy habits, Know that right now you don't have to do it alone. Find a way to connect with others and to share your story, share um, your journey with them and use that to build up the confidence to be able to step out more and do some of this on your own in the future. And then our final one, final common barrier that can hold us back from achieving our healthy habits is a belief that I don't know enough about healthy habits. All right. This happens a lot where we feel like we don't have all the answers. We feel like we don't know where to get started. And because of that, we kind of back ourselves into a corner where we feel stuck. If this is where you're at right now, go ahead, reach out. I want you to connect with a coach, talk to a professional. All right. This doesn't have to be someone who's going to tell you exactly what to do. In fact, I would recommend that it's not. But having that coach, having that professional in your corner, they can start to guide you. They can be someone to answer your questions when you're unsure, to help you plan that path to success because you don't have to know everything to get started. There's a lot to know and it can be overwhelming. So connect with a coach, connect with a professional to be that guide. Let them use their knowledge, their experience to show you the available options, all right? So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We went through those six common barriers to your healthy habits. Again, from the top, those were feeling like you don't have enough time, feeling like you were not motivated enough, um, not liking the taste of healthy foods, not liking physical activity, feeling that you cannot do this on your own, and finally feeling that you just don't know enough about healthy habits to either get started or to take that next step. And hopefully, as we work through all of these, as we start to break down those different wells and those different barriers, a couple things stood out, but I have some big takeaways that I wanna leave you guys with. First things first, is I want you to know that we all have obstacles, we all have barriers to overcome. But if you let that limiting belief take over, if you let that be your truth, if you let it build that wall in front of you, you're not going to be able to see to the other side. Instead, when those things come up, when those obstacles um, arise in your path, I want you to know that this is an obstacle. It's something that I must overcome, but it is not a dead end. All right, so think to yourself, how can I climb over it? You know, how can I work through it rather than letting it be the final stop? And we did this a lot. Sometimes all it takes is being a little bit more specific. Um, Like when we say, I don't like healthy foods or I don't like physical activity, understanding what it is we specifically don't like can actually empower us to find what we do. Other times it's as simple as opening up our mindset. So, I might not feel that I have enough time, but how much time do I have? What can I do at that time? Maybe I don't know enough about healthy habits to do it all on my own, but where can I reach out? Where can I get that information? So opening up to the possibilities is going to be a huge asset as we overcome these obstacles. It takes that brick wall and turns it into more of a chain link fence, right? When we punch those holes in it, we can start to see through and we can use those opportunities to climb over the wall. Second thing I want you guys to know and to take away from today's episode is that health and fitness goal or health and fitness might be very common goals, right? In our own way, I would argue that everyone is striving to achieve health and fitness, but even though they are such common goals, there is not one common way to achieve them, right? There's not a right way. There's not a single path that we all have to conform to to make it work. And when we see this, when we start to open up those possibilities again and see that what I do might be a little bit different than what you do, and it doesn't have to look like this to get me over here. Um, really start to see those possibilities, it can empower us to find our own path. So remember that even if we're all working toward the same thing, we have our own way of getting there. You don't have to spend an hour doing yoga to make it a part of your routine. You don't have to eat tomatoes to eat healthy. Find your own journey. Find ultimately fitness that fits for you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Fitness That Fits. If you are currently dealing with an obstacle, something you're trying to overcome to achieve your healthy habits, to stay consistent with them, that we didn't talk about in today's episode, I would love to start a conversation with you. Feel free to comment down on this post um, or you can connect with me directly at www.RatzingerFitness.com. But thank you guys for showing up today, for hanging out with me for a little bit of your day. And until next time, my name is Chris Ratzinger, your health and wellness coach, and I want you to get out there and get moving.